And three, two, one, and back is the Black in Studios Podcast Supreme, the Elijah Bailey Show. I'm Elijah Bailey. And I'm Richard Tapa. And he is the man with two, count them, two braids in his hair today. <laughs> I mean, that's really all you can braid, but how's it been going, man? And just for the record, I only reason I braid my hair is just because it's so much more it's easy. sexy. Well, because my mohawk is getting so long, mm. and sometimes I like to wear hats. Yeah. But when you have a long mohawk, it's hard to wear it's hats. Difficult. Yeah. Difficult. We're not gonna say hard. No, it's hard because it don't look no. right. It looks stupid. You like a cone head. <laughs> <laughs> so what I found out is by braiding it, Keeps I can it wear down. a hat. So yeah. Jessica's like, why do you wear why do you wear hats whenever you get your hair braided? It's like, because I can do it now. If that gets too loose, that makes me look like my head's bigger than what it actually is. And so, a whore. Yeah, I I try not to bring that up, mm-hmm. but uh, thanks. Yes, we have an exciting episode today. <laughs> See, this is what happens, folks. You come to Black and Studios, you want to sit here with your best friend, and then you're going to talk shit on your head. Yep. So, but we do you have started a, it. You know that, right? I do. We, yeah. do <laughs> we do have an exciting show today. We have a special guest, podcaster, cosplayer extraordinaire, mm. black man that walks around Japan like he owns a motherfucker, mm. Mr. Jarvis White coming onto the show. Mm. And Richard is just creaming right now. I, I like that shirt, man. I should have worn my Black and Studios shirt. Uh, that's right. okay. You just killed the whole studio. People like, oh man, Black Studio sounds so good. I'm like, oh, it, it's okay. So, yeah, more excited about Jarvis White. But Jarvis yes. White is going to join us today. He's going to call in. He's actually in Afghanistan, back to work, and hopefully, you guys can hear how savvy me and Richard get because I think we'll be going on a trip with Jarvis real soon. The Elijah Bailey Show starts right now. Elijah Bailey show. We are back. Finally started. So, what have you been doing? Action. Nothing. Just, uh, just really working, man. Uh, started a new diet. Just getting back into the gym and everything like that. Trying to, trying to get better health wise. Yeah. Uh, had yeah. a couple of doctor's appointments. Good news, but you know, just want to try to live a healthier life. Cutting out alcohol. Cutting out uh, just about all the meats except for chicken uh, and turkey every now and then. Is that, is that because Black History Month? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. no, not at all. Just because you love chicken. Mm-hmm. Just well, you, chicken? you know, chicken is a lot cleaner than you know red meat, and it's easier for your body to pro- to process. And with the medicine that the doctor is actually switching me on, so uh, going to make everything a lot better. Exactly. So, um, what about fish? I'm allergic to. Oh yeah, that's yep. right. Can't I, eat anything in the water. That's how we first began friendship, and now that I found out I'm not allergic to fish, I'm like, why aren't you eating fish? Bro? Yeah, I'm still allergic to fish. <laughs> it's okay. You can have a little taste, can't you? A little no, uh. Uh-uh. I can't a whiff. even a whiff, even with it being in the same room, I, I will have a reaction. It's not like a fatal reaction, but I'll this get, is how I'll, you kill Richard. This is nah, how you win video games. Yeah, put the fish I, underneath your chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a little puffy. I'll get a little puffy. Uh, but you know, just still playing your cousin zero, dude. And oh, yeah, man, I, I am. Get some room yeah. so I can play that. It makes a bad guy berserk sitting right next mm. to him. I haven't even opened it yet, dude, because Yakuza Zero's that don't damn even good. Me- don't even mention Berserk. I, I haven't got any any new games yet. Berserk's coming. You know the season's coming back out in April. Yes, yes April, I know. Okay. And I, I still need to figure out, uh, not figure out, but catch up because I stopped halfway through. But, yeah, I don't have any external or internal hard hard drive at all that can give me the room that I need. I have no room. And I've deleted everything. So I just stopped playing my PS4 for a bit. I'm playing, Ouch. It's okay. I'm playing Watch Dogs 2, which has a great soundtrack to it. Mm-hmm. I've been streaming a little bit. And I like the stories so far. Like, How's the streams going on it? 
You know, Xbox we, I can't hear your mic. Janky. I don't have one. Remember? Oh, I thought you said you have one. No, because someone asked me. Yeah, someone just told me yesterday. They was like, yeah, "Hey, uh, Chris, Chris." Yeah, was he, on. he was like, "Hey, uh, uh, Elijah's streaming," and uh, he's like, "But I can't hear him." I was like, "Yeah, let him know that just to be on the safe side." Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I have my Turtle Beach headsets, but they're for the 360. So all I need is that conversion cable and the little. I love little pad that uh, yeah, goes yeah, in, yeah, I need to talk about and them. then I'll be able to talk on them because I was like, ah, I could buy some new headsets, but this is more practical. This saves a lot more money. Mm-hmm. But playing Watch Dogs Two, how you liking it? It's nice. Aiden Pierce was cold. You knew, like, you knew why he was killing folks, and that's that's the whole point of it. He took him down, he killed him. And he's the first person, the in first Watch guy in Watch Dogs. Okay, but Watch Dogs Two, you're playing like a group of hackers and. One of their guys gets taken down, and you go into Rambo mode, dude. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, we got to show them. This death sack, this death sack. And you go in, and he's like, yeah, that son of a bitch is dead. And like every time one of the main characters that killed friend mm-hmm. dies, it's like, yeah, that son of a bitch, that bastard deserved it. And I was like, oh, hmm. okay, now we got a little bit of vengeance. Ooh, I like that. A little aggression. Yeah, I like it. I like it. A little a little dab. Okay. But, but you have to have the dabs. But that's it. You've been, you just play games and change your diet and... Spending more time with your kid and your family? And uh, just working. Just, just working? Yeah, new ideas, uh, coming up with new things, still work on the website, working with quite a few things for the studio that I think everybody's going to be uh, very blown away. Nice. You're going to be like, how did, we didn't mm. think he could do more. <laughs> how is he, how is he still striving? When you sent me that, that text, you're like, hey, I'm thinking about this newsletter type deal. And I was like, yes. The call has been answered. I knew this day would come. So that's, I mean, that's exciting because I've been directing people to the website, you know, letting them know that it's its up, still being worked on, but they can still go to the website for blackenstudios.com. Yes. But other than that, man, I've been reading comics, went and saw Logan and How was Get that? How you, you saw two of the, like, highlight. Biggest movies. Yeah, of the year so far. Get Out. Let's start with Get Out first. Go ahead and give a listening audience. What is Get Out? Like, what's the brief snaps? Uh, by Jordan Peele from Key and Peele, which mm-hmm. you've seen them on Comedy Central. It's a thriller, drama, horror. They say horror film, but... What it, makes it so horror? Is it just, like, suspenseful? I think it's suspenseful. Mm-hmm. But it, there's parts that are serious in the movie. But if you know how Key and Peele are, you know that those are comedic parts. Like some parts where nobody's laughing, I'm sitting there like, okay, that's funny. Because I know what he's saying or that they kind of mentioned this in the show where they had a skit from the show. And then the more stuff that's funny is actual tropes and stereotypes that happen in society today with interracial couples or just black men in general. It's just okay. stereotypical stuff. So it's a very analytical look at black culture. But Does it take all- place in like present day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's not a period piece. It's right now. Uh, but it's funny because the twist on the film, you can kind of see coming, but they put a second twist on it, so you don't really know what's happening until the end. Hmm. <clears throat> but it was... So is it just about... It's like, just like is weird. It a, is it about like a black guy? Black guy and, meets a white girl. She takes him home to her parents, and, you know, the worst thing possible that you think is going to happen. Like, his friend's like, hey... You know her, you know white girl taking you home to her parents. We don't hear from you no more. You know, and so, that's, so the movie's kind of based on interracial dating. Yeah, okay, M- more so. Is it? Is because, it in the south? No, it's not it's in like, the south. No, they they live like out on um like where yachts and shit is. They they have like a lake house and stuff like that. It's not I, really I can south. Be in the south. <laughs> it's not really. It's not really <laughs> south. And I really didn't hear any accents. It's just okay. like kind of okay. snootyish people. Okay, it was a good movie. It was real fun. And mm, what would you rate it? One through ten. Oh, on the Elijah Bailey show scale. On the Elijah <laughs> Bailey <laughs> show scale, I whip it out ten. Mm, ten inches. Ten? 
Yeah. Wow. It was it was great. And people were we had a pack movie and it was like mixed. Everybody's in there like, No, bitch, don't go in there. I told you that bitch was I knew she was tricking him, that motherfucker, this and that and that and it's like, Oh man, I guess I was wrong. You have people like in the middle, like, Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like always when you know you like it's the movie's good. Because everybody everybody was into it. So. And no one's yelling at you like, Be quiet or nothing no. like that. Everybody's just yeah, chiming in. You're like, Hell yeah, I feel you. There's so many twists and stuff and it's so real, like people say Oh, that wouldn't happen to me in a movie. We have some moments like that in the movie that Peel puts in there, so it's it's a must see. Hmm. But then we got to well, actually, we saw Logan first. Okay, so how, how was Logan? Boy. Just you know, go and give a little synopsis <sighs> of Logan. Boy, if you if you never looked at Wolverine, read a comic, you would still love this movie. Hmm. This movie's about a man that's been through a whole bunch of shit, trying to protect his friends, and something gets dropped on his doorstep, and then he just has to. It's, it's like a western, really, okay. and then they make some western western references in the film. But ten out of ten, ten claws out of ten. Oh wow! It was you phenomenal. Dropped, you dropped it was dimes the, this weekend. It huh? was it was the best. You were X-Men dropping movie dimes. Ever. Oh yeah. This weekend. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm dropping from the rooftops. Like everybody, pick them up. It was the best X Men movie by far ever. Ever. Oh wow! You if you do not see this movie. I will kill you. No, you have to go. You have to go see it. You just have to go pay your pay your money. If you're having reservations about paying them high ass tickets, go online, order kids tickets, <laughs> and then pick them up at AMC. There you go. You heard it first from <clears throat> Elijah Bailey show right there. That yeah. is what you do. That's what you do. And you theater. Hop and see, that, too. that's my issue. Like I have a huge issue with uh, some people call me bougie, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I have an issue with just going to like sometimes it's weird. Like there's no in between. Either we'll be like. Hey, let's go to Tinseltown real quick. Mm-hmm. Or if I really want to see a movie, that's more of like if, if DeAndre wants to see a movie, we'd be yeah. like, hey, just go, let's go to Tinseltown real quick. Yeah. But if it's a movie like I really want to see, I have to go to the director suite. Yeah. Not and the balcony, not Penn Square Mall. Fuck all that shit. That shit is not cool. I mean, no, no, there's no, nothing no, special no. about it. I have to go to the director suite. But you're still in there with other people, right? You don't see them. No, whatsoever no but you're still in there with other people it doesn't you matter if you see them you're still in there so it's not there's nothing really special oh about there's it. a huge difference special about it sir like the even the chair is different yeah the chair is it's amazing yeah. the amount of people chairs? in there you can go from having 50 to 100 people in a normal sauce theater to only 20 seats in there that's the same as the balcony oh the ba- the, those balcony seats are trash like, I do not like the balcony seats. I do not like the seats at Penn Square Mall. And this is all in the Oklahoma right. City area, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. The director suites, that's something that uh, is in Warren Theater, which is going to be another one opening up over there yes. by Midwest City. Yeah. Which, which I was surprised. I was like, yeah, why that's really close. There? Why not put it up here? Thank you. Exactly. Like, it was it's, really close to the other one. It's and the more. same thing as I work at Gold's Gym. We have one on Every Brian, corner. Brian and Danforth. <laughs> and then you have one on Danforth and Santa Fe. And you're like, why? It's right yeah, down the street. I got one on, like, like y'all, you guys are like CVS There's and one right. Yeah, there's one right here. But yep. then there's like six. There's 10 Gym and there's Planet Fitness all within that same radius. So it makes no sense. But yeah. Yeah, yeah the Warren should have should have moved up here. So that, that would have been nice. That that would have – I would have felt sorry for Quill and Pan. Yeah, because they would have been shut down. Yeah. That would have been like a – just let your kids loose in there. They can play for as long as they want. We don't do movies in here anymore. The three kids die in the elevator shaft. <laughs> but that's what I did this weekend. You know, playing games, going to see those movies, which were amazing – Chewie and Kylo just they're a year old now. Oh, They've been mellowing out, not as bad. You know, playing with daddy outside, been doing karate moves on him. Which hey, dog sound like it was about to eat you up yesterday? Uh I don't know. It might have been Vader. 
I think we was on the phone, and um, uh, I remember hearing a dog, and he was like, "Daddy, I hate you." That, that might have been Feed Kylo. Me, Daddy. No, they're out there. The, oh no, he was out there. I fighting. like his shirt. Thank you. Uh, this is a Zelda uh, shirt. Unveil that. Hey. Quit hiding it. Unveil that shirt. You over there hiding that stuff? There you go. You heard the zipper. Yeah, that's nice. Well, you know, besides these two, ten out of ten movies, Zelda and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh yeah, Dawn, and Horizon. Yeah, both got ten out of tens, forty out of forties, five. They lit up the charts. So I think it's just this is the month for this success, is, huh? So if you plan on doing anything. You have to do it in the month of March. Yeah. Or it's just going to fail. It's just going to go to shit. Yeah. So. We might roll the dice and you might get one other month that might be subpar. We might yeah. get like one or two tens, but you're probably not going to get this many tens. Yeah, but you're going to get four. And then I found out that altogether there's six comic book movies coming out this year. So everybody got to prepare. And also, September 1st, IMAX is releasing The Inhumans. And then after that, it's going to roll over to ABC, Marvel TV, hmm. and become a show. Because the humans were what originally took over X-Men when they lost the rights to X-Men. And so now, instead of being just a major-length film, it's going to come out in IMAX and roll over to TV, kind of like Agents of Shields did with Captain America, and be a TV series. So, hmm. A lot of interesting stuff going on this weekend. I see, sir. Look for uh, that write-up. Also, oh, I like, oh, that's yeah. real bougie. <laughs> also, I'm writing up Iron Fist. Oh, and I'm almost done with Prison Break. There. Mm. I think I only got like, like five I did not start little. after the last. Uh, that's what I'm doing today. Okay. I am doing <laughs> it today. But I'm writing up Iron Fist versus Bane <clears throat> for my next article. So yeah, That sounds pretty good. Yeah, make sure to check that out. But let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back with Mr. Jarvis to the motherfucking white. And we are back from that amazing commercial. I don't know what it was. Because <laughs> it's none of your goddamn business. business. But we have the amazing, like I said before we went to commercial, Jarvis motherfucking White on the line. How's it going, Jarvis? Oh, yeah, that's not my birth name, but I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing real good. Oh, I thought I saw that on, on your Facebook. Like, this is my real name, Jarvis motherfucking White. What is your middle name? My middle name is Anthony. Okay. Oh, that's that, cool, right? I'm Jaw. That's close. Yeah, it's, Jarvis kind of got a little Italian feel in there. Uh, you, yeah, Anthony. You uh, know, like, yeah. if it's short, you can call me Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I gave people a brief rundown. I said you're a cosplayer slash podcaster extraordinaire that that's been traveling all over the fucking world. Like, I mean, you just got back from Japan, but what what is it that you do? What would be your claim to fame, or, or what would you want people to know about you when they? When the, the name of Jarvis White just rolls off those very supple lips. Well, I got to say that everything that I say is either true or extremely handsome. Okay. okay. And not to question what I just said. <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually a contractor. I work for NATO doing uh, security work over in Afghanistan. So that's nice. why you see me jet setting all over the place um, doing all kinds of stuff. Nice. So, if you if if somebody need the hookup, you know you could you go ahead and hit me up, right? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know how much I can do for you, sir. I, I, but I I'll, I'll do what I can. I'm no Liam Neeson. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted people like when he first started that sentence, and we're not we're not on Skype or anything, but I could hear the smile in his voice. Like, nah, brother, I I can't. <laughs> no, nah, no, don't be hit, don't be hook me up with that that, that color people hookup. <laughs> I don't do the color people hookup discount. Get it, you know, that get that somewhere else. Go holler at your boy named Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> now, and recently you were just what 
What was the uh, convention that you were just at where you got top six in the cosplay comedy competition? I was in Anime next year. I uh, headed out to L.A., went to the con, and they're like, hey, we're doing this comedy show, this tryout, you can compete. And I just figured I'd do it. I, I do some stand-up stuff for the USO, like for our center out here. And that's mostly what I'm doing when I'm not working. I volunteer a lot for the USO. Support the USO. What is the USO? Just for uh, our United listeners States who don't know. Organization. What they do is uh, they support the troops and families overseas and back at home. Just providing services like video games and pool tables, job services, things like that. Uh, they get celebrities to come out overseas to come and see them. They have the United Through Reading program. All kinds of really cool stuff. It's like a home away from home when you you know you deploy okay. in your environment or wherever you are. They're there providing for the troops. So I volunteer with them, just putting in hours because I think they do a lot of really great things. And I, I believe in uh, services for self, making people smile. So not my deal on the side oh that's what's up that's very positive giving back to the world giving back to the putting smiles on people's faces and where can people go to find out anything about this organization uso you and uso uso yeah uso uso well it isn't an institution (laughs) organization you richard you fucking it is an organization and if you're interested in that organization you can go to uh uso.org it's O-R-G, donate or look them up and read about them. They've been around for a while. We've got a little side project deal, me and my buddy Ivan do. Shout out to the Dreaded Challenger. Yeah, shout out. We're challengers, and we host video game tournaments and stuff. Oh, in nice. Our local USO here in Kandahar, Afghanistan. So. How big a celebrity do me and Richard have to be to, to come on out and do a live podcast for everybody and then fight and train and work out and do, do whatever it is we can do? Don't give me I don't know if you want to come out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be real with you, Jarvis. I think that was all Elijah asking about that. I mean, no, Richard, you want to? No, like I'm, I'm good, dude. Yeah, you just, you'll be good. I'm cool. You got the braids in your hair I'm now. Good. You have to. I'm good on you it. You travel like I'm real. Good. And Jarvis just hit me with the confirmation. <laughs> so any type of wishful thinking I may have had in the back of my head just went out the window. Out the window. Yeah, Jarvis. First thing he was like. Eh! I don't know what y'all been reading, but y'all might want to throw those pamphlets I mean, away. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. Nice. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, he might as well say, I mean, it's cool. It's all right. <laughs> it's hot. So, Bitches is covered up. So, so <laughs> we, uh, I, we just talked about this just a minute ago, and I, I got a little flashback. Now, we're not going to talk about exactly what we said, but I you I know you saw Get Out, and I just talked about I went to see Logan and Get Out this weekend. So what do you think about the film? First of all, you know that I am a Key and Peele cosplayer. I yes. do ballets. So I already automatically love Jordan Peele and Keegan my Key. So we had to go and see this, and I'm a horror movie fan too, and I mm. love thrillers. In this movie, it was amazing. It's like... I actually laughed. I was sliding down in my chair in some of those parts because I dated a, a girl from Wisconsin. <laughs> that stuff is true. That's real life. That's real life. People laugh. My buddy Ivan was there with me, and he kept looking at me at certain parts to see my expression. And I'm like, uh-huh, those questions. So, oh, I've been through the whole basketball thing because I'm kind of tall. Mm-hmm. I get the basketball question all the time. How tall are you, Jarvis? Athleticism. 
I'm six foot four. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You tall, brother. Okay. Yeah. There's a certain part in the movie where she gets online and she's looking up prospects. What did you do when you saw that? When that came up, how'd you feel? <laughs> well, I've actually, uh, I dated a girl for a short time that was like that. She was just all about the black dudes. And yeah, I, it, may, it makes me snicker a little bit, <laughs> but there are people out there like that. It's the thing is that movie, it was funny to me and it's a serious subject, yeah. but it's funny because they kind of took everyday things that affect us mm -hmm. as black men in society and just threw it out there like that. Uh, the sunken place. Yeah. That's how I feel in the workplace sometimes because out here, I mean, I'm gonna put this out here. There's a lot of uh, political things going on. A lot of ideas about how certain <laughs> people should act. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get hit with a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of, uh, all the people of color at my workplace. So I always have to keep quiet and I'm just kind of, I'm looking out and I'm like screaming on the inside. Like I want to be that militant, that militant mm -hmm. QEP Newton brother, but I got to <laughs> keep my job. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you have you to pay, pay them bills. bills. Yeah. Man. Okay. So <laughs> let's speak to this now being, being a cosplayer and, and somebody that goes out to cons a lot and, a jack of all trades when it comes to fandoms. You have a lot of things that you're interested in. But how is it being a black nerd or a blurred? Well, my whole deal is it's, it's interesting because so I cosplay black characters and I cosplay non-black characters as well. Mm -hmm. um, so for Bushido Brown, that's my favorite one. Mm. My, that's my signature cosplay. Mm -hmm. A lot of people confuse me for Afro Samurai yeah. mm. or Afro Ninja they look at me and it's like it comes back to my normal life even in my nerd life sometimes i feel like people don't actually look at me yeah. as a person or as a cosplayer they just kind of see afro black guy you're this they, they just compartmentalize you and throw you into a corner and if you try to break that like if you if I were to cosplay a white character i cosplayed ryo sakazaki as mr karate 2 mm -hmm. for a photo shoot and i got a lot of flack for it and one black guy actually gave me flight because he said uh, I had no business cosplaying that character because I shouldn't have put a little twist or a flair on it to make it my own, which to me sounds like to make a more black version of Rio. Rio wow. Is not black. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. And that's interesting because even people of color in our own community will attack us. Yeah. And, and, and let me ask you something, Jarvis. Uh, to hit on that, I'm about to do a little one mic, one voice. Yeah, I, know, uh, I, you yeah, I, I know you saw the one it. mic, one voice twitch in my eye. But um, Jarvis, let me ask you a question. Dealing with that, man, uh, from not, I want to go into like what made you start cosplaying. But ultimately, since you were talking about uh, the, the flack that you do receive, um, go and give us like a little bit more. Like, 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 How does it feel compared to when you're getting a slack from other races to compare when you get the slack from your own community? Well, I definitely don't want to put down my own community. No, 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 yeah. Black Power. Black Power, we oh, love no, them. I, there no, we no, go. No, I, I get, <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. I get, I get what you're saying. Definitely raise the fist up and all that. But <laughs> it kind of it hurts. It, it actually, it kind of hurts more because I expect it from non-black people. Like, my whole life is geared up. It's that defensive shield against non-black people, but yeah. other black people can come in and they're, they're like, they can get in more easily. And I had that problem growing up. I was like the white black guy growing up in high school and I was in a mostly white area. Mm -hmm. So the black kids didn't like me because I wasn't black enough. The white kids 
didn't think that I was black enough, but I would still call, you know, the N-word and all that. I would say it, but I don't know how the show is. Oh, no, it's, it's fully unedited. So, I'll say it for you. You would yeah. still call a Negro a nigger a nigger. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was, in fact, called a nigger several times. Last time was in Canada. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> All I got to say is it, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts a lot. And I kind of wish that people in our own community would let us do it how we do and yeah. build each other up because that's going to really make us go far. Yeah, no. I, and I wanted to ask you that just because that, that's something that I think uh, me and Elijah, I know I can speak for myself at least, it's always kind of struggle with uh, growing up in a, a predominantly white area. And then, you know, they always give you the, oh, you talk white and stuff like that. And um, I, I, I listen to a lot of rock and roll. So I was like, oh, yeah. you do this. And, you know, when they clown my mohawk, oh, man, you, you ain't going to go to no black barber shop with a mohawk like that and all this other stuff. And, and like you said, I mean, it, it does suck because, you know, from your own community, especially where our community is sitting at. And like you were saying earlier, Jarvis, you know, not like we don't love. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I, I love being black. I wouldn't want to be any other race whatsoever. Don't mm-hmm. even dream about it. But um, it, it would be better. I think. I think as a community, we can probably progress so much further if if, if we did try to find ways to di- uh, support ourselves. But I think honestly, I think what you're doing is phenomenal uh, cosplaying and stuff like that because what you're doing is the 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 black younger black kids and younger uh, even black girls and everything like that. They're seeing a black figure that's going against the grain. That's is is, is making a foot. Uh, in the nerd world for black people. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to definitely commend you on that, brother, and I want you to keep on going strong with it, too. Thank you very much, sir. The, uh, it's a lot of fun. On the back end of that, I want to say, you fucking Maple Leaf motherfuckers are talking bullshit to Jarvis motherfucking white. I'm coming for your ass. <laughs> do some Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> shit. But, I mean, it... And I'll be in the I background you know saying... <laughs> What were you saying, but, you, know, you know what? It's funny because even as a Slender Man, I had somebody ask me because I was like gloved up, masked up. They were like, I, I can't tell if you're white or black because you sound kind of black, but <laughs> I don't know. And it, it bothered the dude. Like, it bothered him. I took my mask off. Sometimes I play pranks on people. Like, I was in an elevator, black guy and white guy. Black guy's like, all oh, alone in an elevator with Slender Man. I know how this goes. <laughs> they do brothers like us in movies like this. <laughs> I took my glove off and I said, don't worry, dog. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I want to ask you another question. Yeah, I mean, like, 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 what was probably the most, like, uh, like getting into cosplaying and everything like that, uh, what was probably the most, like, awkward situation that uh, cosplaying has got you into? Oh, man. I knew this was going to be a good story. I knew this was going to be juicy. There's a lot of stuff, man. So, like, sometimes when I'm Bushido Brown, a lot of older women will come up to me and they'll think that I'm Jim Kelly and they'll be like, I want to take a picture with you. I'm like, all right. All right. That's cool. There's stuff like that that happens. When I'm Slender Man, there's always the people who are, like, really afraid. I've had people, like, break down crying. Oh, shit. <laughs> Most awkward thing is when people walk up to me. Is one dude walked up to me, and sometimes they'll do the uh, Don't Trust Them New Niggas over there song <laughs> from uh, Linda. <laughs> I have, like, this fuck? 14-year-old white boy walk up to me just just nigga, 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 nigga. I love the boondocks, nigga, nigga. And I have my friends around me like, yo, we, we about to fight this we dude right now? Like, yeah. Yeah. We about to catch a case? We need to catch a case for you? Is, it, is this, what, this what this cosplay e- event's for? 
Well, he gonna sh- I'm going to show you how I got this black belt, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but, I mean, you would. It, yeah. <laughs> it's something so weird. Like, we see it in the social media era where Facebook, Twitter, where people want to speak their mind. But even in cosplay now, they think because. And the and sometimes the cosplay doesn't even have a mask or anything like that, but they think because you're in cosplay, they can say whatever the fuck they want. And given you do have liberties to I say know, whatever you Yeah, we'll say whatever you want, but there's also consequences that go with that as well. I mean, voice actors, cosplayers, some of the people that we love to see the most, we end up hurting the most because people think they could do whatever and i think that's what makes some of the cosplay community and voice acting community and and artistic community a little bit closer knit is because they know some of the trials and and stuff they have to go through whether they're male or female yeah yeah i i agree and people just get really uptight so uptight about if you're doing a character the right way and it's like if you dressed up as a character they feel like they can say what they want to just like you just said and it's annoying. People come up to me and say the most ridiculous stuff, like, why are you going to dress up Bushido Brown? He got killed. Or I've had a guy walk up to me, and he was like, oh, you're Afro Samurai. And I said, nah, I'm Bushido Brown, but we all look the same, right? And he was like, yeah, y'all look the same. Like, you can't say that, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that, dog. Wow. Oh, man. So oh, on the lighter note, uh, <laughs> let's do this. Let's also let me ask you a couple more questions. What actually made you start getting into cosplay and start, you know, uh, not just casually growing or, or, you know, dressing up, but actually start participating in some of the cons? Oh, uh, well, mostly because I can do whatever I want. I mean, mm. the, the way that I live my life, uh, if I want to do something, I can now, I can do it. I have the capability to do it thanks to my job time off I get and I always love boondocks I have all the old graphic novels with his collections in the newspapers used to read them in the newspaper all the time watch the cartoon and I mean I, I took martial arts shout out to you Elijah I saw your video you posted <laughs> thank you sir so I, I took martial arts as well I'm like Bushido Brown kind of spoke to me mm. and I wanted to run that you know I just I wanted to do something to get into the fandom and really be in the fandom and get in character. It just seemed like fun to me. And I mean, if you're going to do it, don't have stuff. I don't have stuff in anything. Mm, preach it. Preach it. That's a military thing, my bad. No, 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 no. You're all good. You're all good. All right. So with <clears throat> this uh, joy and love with cosplay, you know, let me, I'm not going to be very blunt about, but how many of the uh, females do you meet cosplaying? You know, how many people want to get taken on that, that get out trip? Um, that's interesting. I, I've had uh, a lot of times when I'm Slender Man, I get more action hmm. than, uh, and by action, I mean chicks interested in me and I can kiss and tell or anything like that. But <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of attention in Slender Man, usually from like younger girls, which is really weird. I'm like, you need to stay away. Yeah. Like Bushido Brown, uh, I've run into, I've run into a few things. I've impressed a few girls here <laughs> and there. And last time I was with somebody was, I was, Bushido Brown from season three. They got the sport coat and all that on. I was in a New York Comic Con dancing the club with some chick. It was fun. See, I like how you said, you know, you got some things, you know, things, <laughs> some irons in the fire. You know, I ain't going to kiss and tell on him. <laughs> but about 75 bitches last week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh-uh, no, I ain't definitely there like that. I no, man, I saw that, the. I work my angles. I saw the suits in Japan. Don't tell me. Because I can't afford suits like that. I, I saw the suits, man. He was pimped out. I like to dress well, man. I like to dress well. Japan's a different culture, but uh, I, I, I know I can get the attention 
it's just a matter of like me coming out of my shell sometimes. It's I do I do get a little nervous, yeah. but then I realize that I'm Jarvis. It, so. There you go. There you, there go. you go. So um, I'm I'm glad you kind of segue right into it, man. Because uh, I'm not going to lie, and there's nothing wrong with this. I feel like every there's nothing wrong with having haters. There's nothing wrong with having people throwing salt your way. Now I got to let you know because I'm a real ass brother. I was hating on you, dog. Like real talk, <laughs> I was hating. Like I saw you on top of the Gundam dude. I was yeah. like the Elijah singing this. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? What the who the fuck I care about? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's getting mad as hell. I was hating. I was hating. Gundam is like what I what I breathe. And for you not you to just told be me, I would have got you a Gundam. Well, I was well if, if I had a good co-host, he would he would have hit you that was, up. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> but no, man. So how, how was going, that? Um, just the whole trip. Or yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's first hit on the whole trip, and then you can you can bless me with the Gundam. You can say that for last because you know I, I'll be salivating until then. But <laughs> what was the whole trip like? You even said that you know Japan is a little bit different culture. You know, what's so different about it? How was it? I mean, just give us the breakdown. Act like we the homies at home. And you just came back home and you just telling us how it was. Well, I want to be up front with you guys. Uh, I know a lot of people say, you know, oh, Japanese women are like so into black guys, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, the prostitutes are. Your average <laughs> Japanese woman or any average Japanese, if you walk up in there and you're a six foot four brother, Man, they are not going to go anywhere near you. They give you a wide berth. Do, do they give you that so look? You know what I'm saying? In that, that society, everybody mostly, they dress the same, they look the same. I'm walking around there with my bright Sonic the Hedgehog joint sign and my freaking Kyrie's wandering around. Like They're looking at me like, who is this basketball player over here? <laughs> okay, let me ask you that. Did anyone <laughs> ask you, person, were you a basketball player? player? No, I mean, I played in the rec league, but shoot. Mostly what I did, and I excelled at was Taekwondo. Okay. That was my point. Okay, but what I was saying, was it any of the Japanese, like, little like little people, like, oh, Kobe Bryant, or, oh, LeBron James? <laughs> I scare the crap out of the people, because they're, like, they don't really look, make a lot of eye contact. So they would see me, they'd come around the corner and see me, and then just see my chest, and then look up, but not look high enough, and they'd get, like, a triple take. Like, holy crap, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're also on their cell phones a lot, so I, they almost walk into me and then look up and be like, holy crap. Or sometimes I say stuff to them in Japanese, like, mm-hmm. excuse me or thank you or whatever, and they look like, oh, oh I've been complimented for my Japanese over there, even though it's very simple. Uh, was like, Funny oh, story, was like, oh, I was an educated color person. with my uh, mm-hmm. travel buddy. I was saying like what my name was in Japanese and talking to the maid there. And she told me, your Japanese is very good. But I couldn't understand her when she said that. <laughs> so I was like, uh, what kind of saying? And she's looking at me like, for real? <laughs> then she slowed down and said, your Japanese is very good. And I was like, wow, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you had a travel companion. Oh, yeah. She's part of a group called the Cosmic Coterie. Okay. Uh, she's the Sailor Moon of the group. They're based out of Dallas, Texas. They do a lot of really awesome stuff. You can check them out on Instagram. And uh, she's a friend of mine. Uh, she was going through some hard times. So I decided, since my buddy Phil, shout out to Phil. Shout EMC, out. Up in Chicago. 
uh, since she couldn't go, I uh, decided to take her with me, and uh, she had a really good time. It was it was great. It mm, was that's, fantastic. That's good. That's yeah. good. So let me, I, I want to hit on one more thing about the Japanese culture well, that, that you hit on. Oh, what were you well, about to say? Is it before that? Like, if you guys, you still have the videos posted on Facebook, don't you? Your time in Japan. Yeah, they're on my uh, they're on my profile. If Jarvis decides to bless you guys enough at the end of the show to give you the deets on where you can find them on Facebook, you can go and check out those videos. Uh, I mean, some of them were, I mean, I think most of them were over an hour long, at least that. But going into different shops, different restaurants, going around, just walking around Japan. So you get to see different parts of it. And, and Jarvis is, he's like the real life Jarvis. He is your tour guide. You, he flips the camera around so you can see him every now and then. But most of the time, it's on what's going on, what they're looking at, prices, anything that they see. And so it was a real good, that's, that's, how, I got, cool. that's how I got to see Japan. Oh, okay. One thing that you mentioned, Jarvis, was you uh, was like, man, the prostitution was real. And I, I don't want to hit on this too too long, but how how I mean was it just like a culture shock type level of prostitution? Were they just like just throwing it at you? Like did it become like uncomfortable? Oh, it, it's strange. It's funny. My, one of my buddies out there, buddy, my friend Harriet, she did a paper on the uh, legal prostitution in Japan, and she was explaining it to me. And uh, my travel buddy, she was saying that uh, anything up to a blowjob is legal in Japan. You can pay for that. So what's up Other to... Other than that, you can't... <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got brothers like me. I'm like, okay, so I, I need some, I need some fine lines. So, so now, I didn't... <laughs> I want to be up front and say that I, I did not use a prostitute. I'm not paying a woman for sex. It's not <laughs> happening. But I will say that depending on where you go in certain parts of Shinjuku or even around Gotanda, if you walk down the wrong streets, you can get swarmed by a prostitute. And some guy actually is a... Nigerian guy came at me and he was like, yo, brother, brother, <laughs> sex, sex. And I looked at him and I just said real slow, I said, one time I watched a man die. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he was like, okay, and walked away. I didn't mm. deal with him anymore. It was easy. I love that shit right there. One one time I watched a man die. Oh, shit. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, let, let's go ahead and... Uh... <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about some, talk about some great things. Let's talk about some Gundam. Mm. Uh, dude, how was that, man? Like, like how was it just seeing so, the Gundam experience down there? So I'll be up front with you. I'm not the biggest Gundam fan, mm -hmm. so I can't name anything outside of, like, Gundam Wing or G Gundam. That's cool. That's cool. But the Gundam front is over in Diver City. It's like a little mall, and you go in, and there's a Gundam statue, which is actually being taken down today. I believe it's, they started taking it down today. And I went and saw it. The Gundam's amazing. The detail on it is amazing. I, I think it's on my video. I show, like, the jet pack in the mm. back and the legs all the way up to the head. You go inside, and there's a Gundam, like, torso, like a bus you can sit in. And you can also pose next to your favorite Gundam character. So I went over there, and I, I hit up the main character of G Gundam there. You know? Oh, wow. Nice. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So, since we're talking about anime, I mean, so Gundam, how is just the anime culture over there? It's just like everywhere you go, just like, wow, like, man, like, y'all own Goku's nuts over here. Or Let me tell you something. They use anime and anime characters to advertise everything in the same way that Americans use cartoon characters to advertise things. Like, we had Flintstone vitamins and stuff back in the day. Mm -hmm. But anime everywhere. And it made me happy to see Fist of the North Star everywhere. Ooh. My man Salvador mm. everywhere. They had pachinko machines for Fist of the North Star with uh, Ken's Rage images on there for the pachinko. Mm. And just all kinds of anime stuff everywhere. And that month was actually 
the month of uh, for ReZero's rim from the show ReZero. Nice. And it was her birthday month, and there was a cosplayer there, and had just ReZero stuff everywhere. The Love Live event is going on, so they had Love Live stuff everywhere. I'm not really into those shows, but my travel buddy was, and she was losing it. She's like crying at one point when she got up to the. Uh, <laughs> That's when you know it's real. <laughs> yeah, anime everywhere. Did you ever find anything for Baki the Grappler? Any any manga? Yes, or... I did. What'd you get? Yes, I did. I picked up uh, the latest manga, number fifteen graphic novel. I can't read it it's in Japanese, but <laughs> I've already read it online. It's uh, it details the Musashi Matobe fight. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> Musashi Matobe fight. So it details that fight. I I picked up a Hanayama figure for my buddy. Nice, because that's his favorite character, and it was just sitting there, was like half off. And let me tell you something about shopping. If you guys buy figures at conventions, you are wrong. Make yourself a Japanese friend and get them to buy the figures for you and ship them to you or something. Or just go to Japan, take extra suitcases and stock up because they are literally charging you triple Wow! for those figures most of the time. So my travel buddy, her name is Danny. Mm-hmm. She is big on figures, so she just buys a ton of figures, and that's what she does. She is pointing at figures like that $60, that's $100, that's $120, that's $40. And they're selling for like 12 bucks. Like mm. a $60 figure will be like 12, 20 bucks in Japan. So nice. So save your money. Save your money. Go to Japan. Buy your figures. I'm not big on figures. The only figure I have is Sakura. I got a New York Comic Con, so Ono can sign it. That's it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So picked up some boxy stuff. See, I thought about, like, I didn't know if you guys were going back to that convenience store. And I was like, well, I'm going to wait and see, you know, because this was, a, a again, like I said, an episodic deal. Jarvis was sitting there recording every day, and I was like, well, I'll see if they're getting something else. Well, you know, as life goes on, I get busy, and I didn't get to check back. But there was some Dragon Ball Z and, or One Piece stuff. I, I even saw a uh, the Swordfish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I can get that for Richie. I know you're going to put it up here at the office. Oh, yeah. Put it on your book show, yeah. <laughs> But I, 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 you know, your boy fell off. So, eh, you know, it's, ne- it's cool. Next time, you know, I'm already claiming it now. Next time me and Jarvis go to Japan, you know, I'll let you know what's, what's up to a blowjob, Richard. <laughs> and let you know all the prices, all the figures. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> let's do this real quick. Let's take a quick pause for the cause. And we'll be right back to the illustrious, amazing Elijah Bailey show with Jarvis White. Thank you for downloading this episode. Here on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, or whatever podcasting library you're listening to this show on, please rate and review. Those reviews and ratings help us tremendously. We thank you. And we're back. Why why don't you ever bring us back, Richard? You always have me do it. It's the name of the show is your name. That is true. So uh, we're back to the Elijah Bailey show. As you heard and as you love the conversation, we have the the most handsome man, the most luscious of the dark chocolates, Mr. Jarvis White here. Talk about yourself like that. (laughs) (laughs) Not humble, though. Hey, I'm, I'm, I, you know, 
I got to let people know sometimes, though. But Jarvis White is here with us. Black and Studios, the Elijah Bay. See, that sounds better than Black and Studios, the Black Box. Black and Studios. Yeah, you lie to yourself. <laughs> I, have, I have to go to sleep at night. That's how I get to sleep. But the Elijah Bailey Show is back from commercial. So I know, Richard, you had a question uh, that you wanted to ask Jarvis. Uh, hey, he- leave it alone. Leave it alone and ask him the question because I know what kind of bullshit you're trying to pull. And we're getting ready to go into some of a bitch of the week, so don't make me switch my choice. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm just switching them. I'm switching gears right now. Just for you. I'm Thank switching you. gears. Give me just a second. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, Jarvis, so I was checking out your Facebook page, man. And, uh, man, I saw you. Yeah. Uh, I I Facebook creep the shit out of people. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie about it. I will. You give me your first and last. I am creepy. I rape your shit, man. I am going to rape your Facebook <laughs> account. Uh, won't like nothing, but I will be all up through there. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm more of an Instagram liker. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I prefer liking stuff on Instagram. Okay. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, I saw you on Facebook. You was with. Uh, you was at the restaurant in uh, Dubai. Uh, with uh, yeah, and they're set. Yeah, with uh, Salt Boy. Man, said, how, how second, was... Did you hear I said that? That shit sounded authentic. I he can't... he is authentic. You that know is that? True. That is true. <laughs> this we're talking to man. We're we're, we're moving up this in the Belly Show. I, I'm trying. <laughs> After 67, 66 episodes, we better be moving somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but dude, how was that experience, man? What made you want to go to his restaurant? What made you like? I mean, how just going to lay out that whole thing for us, man? Well, first of all, my life is amazing. I try to do things. And my, I can just do what I want, like I said earlier. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, well, I live a pretty amazing life, so let me go meet this meme real quick, this living <laughs> meme. I go through Dubai for work anyway, and I have a friend there, so she offered to take me to the restaurant when I brought it up to her. I said, it'd be really cool to meet this guy. Now, he travels everywhere, but that day, he was actually in the restaurant. Oh, wow. I got to meet him. He did our table service. He did the whole deal. I put the video on my Facebook page and on Instagram. Mm. Uh, D. Pity picked it up too. He's like, "Oh, my friend Jarvis." I'm like, "Oh, so now we're friends, D. Pity? Now I know. <laughs> okay, now we're friends. Okay, that's cool." But yeah, it was probably the best steak I've ever eaten in my entire life. Oh wow, wow. really? So it's, it's not just for show. Like, bo- like dude can cook. The dude is he's legit. Mm. He is legit, and that's saying a lot. Because the steak I had in Japan was ridiculous, but still, he knows what he's doing. Did he have the shades on? I don't think he, he had the shades on in the videos. Uh-uh. No, well, I mean, I mean, he could have took them off. Like, came and greeted them, and then took the shades off, put the shades back on. Maybe it's something he just wears when he. No, you could tell he normally wears shades because in one of the pictures of him and Jarvis, uh, he he's squinting his eyes like, man, this is too much light. Or he was high. No, I think he he got to look like it's just too much light going on. It's too much light. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hit him up because I'm. <laughs> hey, teach teach me some of them knife techniques. I got a motherfucker I need to kill over here. So you asking for too much, man? You're no, asking, you're asking for too much. <laughs> you're asking for too much. Everything has to be practical. Yeah, you're asking for too much. Okay, maybe I am. Leave but, it. Leave it to us, color folks. That's our asking questions. Yeah, it's almost like singing the national anthem. Now you can have the national anthem song, or you can have Patti LaBelle's version of the national anthem. <laughs> man, I mean that's really cool. I, we've been. Uh, Brandon was the first one to do it with the berries. He was putting the berries in the bowl. And then you you said you were doing it like the salt, doing it off your form like this. Oh, I yeah. I, I mean, I, I was doing it just I was just doing it just because I'm a petty. I'm a petty oh, person. You think so, that's make yeah, you, make you better? No, I just I think it raises my petty pettiness to oh, okay. at least 15 points. Uh, I'd, I'd say 17, but oh, okay. 15 is pretty good. That's a good number, though, 17. I like that. Yeah, I thought 17. But let's get into some gaming because your podcast is the New Challengers podcast. And, I mean, whenever you hear New Challenger, you know some shit's about to go down. Of course. Of course. 
You're either going to lose rank points or you're going to get rank points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's some true shit. Um, I love the way you put that. But who is who's your co-host on the show? And then I know you guys took a little brief hiatus. When is the when is the podcast coming back? The podcast should be coming back soon. The problem is my my buddy. He does like nine million things. Named Ivan. We call him the Dreaded Challenger because mm-hmm. he plays his characters with dreads. Like he played Cyrax <laughs> in Mortal Kombat Nine, and he played DJ in Street Fighter Four because he's dumb. But he and I have been doing the show for a while. And we kind of stopped because our schedules didn't sync up. But we got we got some new material. We got some new guests on the show. We're gonna move in a kind of a different direction and start uh, interviewing our cosplay buddies, talking about conventions, talking about my travels, like the difference between conventions in the states versus I went to London Comic Con mm. and stuff like that. Talking about all kinds of stuff because we both have a lot of experience traveling and stuff. We want to share, but. The core of our show is about fighting games, and Ivan is very knowledgeable, and he's good at teaching, okay. and I do a lot of the color commentary type stuff, but we bounce ideas off each other. We've had a few cool guests on the show. Okay. Yes, I, I got I to gotta check that out. I, I, I don't think I've listened to it yet. I got I to gotta put that in my my feed. No, yeah, yeah, because you guys were a podcast of the week, like maybe a week or two ago, and what I like to do is the people that I meet and interact with, especially if they have something that I enjoy that I like, cause I'm not going to... But folks, you should know if if you're this is gonna make me sound like an asshole. But if I, you have not been the podcast of the week yet, there's a reason. <laughs> I haven't been podcast of the week. You're on the fucking show with me, Dickweed. No, I, <laughs> some some people, <laughs> some people, not everybody. But I mean, when I hear about your podcast, and I because I think it was actually I didn't know that you did the podcast at first until you went to Japan, and I was on the live chat with you in the video. And I downloaded it that night after you got off, went ahead and listened to a couple episodes and started telling a couple of my other buddies, like, man, you got to listen to this podcast. This guy's actually in Japan. And, uh, you know, I am you know I know him. So, you know, trying to th- try and throw some shit out there, act, act a little bit bougie. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying to put my bougie shoe on. But I really enjoyed the podcast. I like the subject matter of the show. It made me kind of reevaluate some of the other gaming podcasts I listen to. <laughs> Gamer Stan. Saw that coming. Yeah, I know. If you could write up some tips that you'd give to a gaming podcast. I would be more than happy to give it to a local gaming podcast I know that needs some help. And it's still going. <laughs> it is. Well, <laughs> if you wouldn't have said nothing, I would have dropped it. But now <laughs> you've sealed their fate. Last thing, is there anything that you like to leave with the people? Because have you watched the latest episode of Dragon Ball Super, Jarvis? Have I? Yeah. No, I haven't watched uh, any Dragon Ball Super. Oh, you haven't watched any Dragon Ball Super? Mm-hmm. Nah, Dragon Ball's not really my thing. Oh, Sorry. You had me. All right. All right, folks. Show's over. The uh, Elijah Bay show is wrapping up now. <laughs> 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 like, Yo, it's a lot of Dragon Balls and stuff on the stage, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Love that. Love that, man. Let, okay, so you haven't watched the last Dragon Ball Super. This last chapter of Baki Hamadao, how do you feel about that with Musashi? Yeah. Oh, with uh, fighting all those cops? Oh, fighting everybody. Yeah, he's fighting everybody. Musashi, okay, so let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. The manga is called Baki Do, but I have not seen much Baki. Exactly. I've seen more Matope than I've seen Baki, and that bothers me. And mm. I'm waiting, just waiting for Baki to come back, do something amazing, and defeat Musashi. Mm. Because Musashi right now is completely overpowered oh, in yeah. every way. 
Hmm, I gotta check this out. I didn't know yeah. there was a new um, Baki, oh. uh, manga out after him and uh, him and Daddy. Him and Yujiro yeah, had that, it that's out. that's where I'm I'm done at. It's, it's after that, and and Musashi puts him in his place. Musashi says, "What that bullshit y'all doing?" That's and just remind me, who who's Musashi? Miyamoto Musashi, the sword saint, one of the greatest swordmen of all. Oh, the like, dude who died like a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, like, and he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they. Um, yeah, they brought him back to life with I do advanced science. Yeah, Baki thought he was unstoppable. He reached his pinnacle, and now Musashi come back and say, "You know what? Let me see. Let me see that little martial arts you doing. Oh, that's bullshit. No, I had to fight in war. This is what real martial arts is. You can't kill anybody with this. And I mean, they're doing their strongest techniques. And I mean, I really appreciate the type of artwork that goes into it the amount of work and research for martial arts styles and the, and the styles and the concepts that they bring up in the in the chapters and what the overall arc is because they've had to bring in like one a prehistoric man which doesn't exist today they had to bring mm-hmm. back Muyomoto Musashi after they got kind of quarreling with themselves so man Baki he took a L in the beginning and he's been on the sidelines for a while but Musashi's just been going up the ranks dude like so top. Musashi's the next uh, uh Yajiro yeah like well, well, he fought. Yujiro. Yeah, he fought Yujiro, and who else did he fight? Was it was uh, it a good Pickles? fight? Yeah, like he couldn't cut all the way through Yujiro's uh, muscles. Boy, my boy, Yujiro ain't about to. He ain't no bitch. No, he ain't. Yujiro, like I don't give a damn where you came from. Mm. And okay, Jarvis, this is a question for you. Having that standoff between Yujiro and Baki, even though Baki's a lot younger, do you do you not think Baki should be? He should have some of those harmless skills in him because. He ain't got. He ain't got the. He ain't, he's not a goat like his daddy. No, no. But what, what do you think, Jarvis? I'm tired of listening to you, Richard. Well, technically speaking, Baki didn't really beat his father Show at the end it. of the last series. I know, I know. It was kind of a weird draw, and the re- and the reason why Baki quote unquote won is because Yujiro Ooh. gave him that win because Yujiro pretty much had him beat from the beginning. He Preach. did. Shut up. That fight. Preaching. And I mean, Baki, Baki beat him, like knocked him out for like half a second. Yeah, he got back up. Yeah, hey, man, that is true. But I... at one point during the fight, Yujiro did turn his back to walk away, but Baki got back up. That's the point where Baki said he had lost in that fight. So I, Yujiro, still the strongest in the series, mm. but uh, Baki, I feel like Baki should have done better against Misashi, but he didn't know what to expect. Yeah, Baki's a different kind of fighter, and he was bored. He's been bored. He had to fight Atlas. That was too easy for him. Mm-hmm. How I'm do you... hoping that they bring out Oliva. Mm, man, he says it's called Baki Dao, right? D O U. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I see it now. Okay, so yeah. if we're looking at the Han lineage, you know, Baki's grandpa stood on that beach against all the you know the the fleets that are coming at him. Then you have Yujiro that was in the battlefield, just running around with bare hands, busting shit up. And you have Baki, who has trained all his life and put him put himself in all these predicaments. But at the end of the day, he Still has a not. Bitch. He, no, he's not no bitch. He just hasn't <laughs> stood like he hasn't stood his ground like his grandfather and his dad had to. And I think this is this is the arc where yeah. he will become more. This is his battleground. He's got to, he's got to he's got to at this point. Baki hasn't been in war. Yujiro has been in war. Yuichiro has been in war. This is Baki's war coming up. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to have to learn something from Matobe about yep. that. Matobe he's is. Have to have- boy, Matobe is my dude right now. Throwing the cigarette. and I mean, he looks is like... Is he, he a new character? No, he's been in the series all along, but he's almost like a sleeping a sleeping giant. Who you is know? he then? He's got the, the crazy ass hair, and he has the goatee, smokes the cigarettes. He's oh, a yeah, grappler. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, well, okay. 
Ted, you would know him as a grappler because you see he does a lot of grappling techniques and stuff like that. And he's been he's been taking L's pretty easy, but his deal is in war tactics and actual fighting, study, mastery of weapons. And I mean he's he's got this sharp mind. He's the only one that they're saying right now can take on Musashi. Okay, so let me ask y'all this, uh, and, and maybe maybe to you, Jarvis, uh, what is so so Baki Dao? What's the story of Baki Dao? Is it another tournament they're doing, or is it just like a... All the characters have kind of reached their peak in their little training, and they all become bored. So the whole beginning arc is about them yawning because they're bored. There's yep. nothing else for them to accomplish. So Tokugawa goes out, and he resurrects Musashi to challenge the fighters, the modern-day fighters. And it's about all these modern-day fighters trying to pit their, themselves and their styles against ancient martial arts like uh, Musashi's warfare tactics. And oh. Nopo took that L. My man Shibukawa took that yeah. L. Yeah. Jack Hanma took an L to Matobe, which I do not agree with whatsoever. Like, that was stupid. He, Jack Hanma the machine. He should have yeah, won really that. Is. Yeah, they just, made him, that. they just made him a brute in that instance. Yeah, so are they starting to water him down? Because I kind of saw that at the end of the other manga. I feel like he was just starting to become that, that, that red-headed stepchild with I, no love. I think uh, I don't know. I think they're trying to say like all his modification is killing his actual true strength. But I mean, again, with the supplementation, and everything else he does, it really doesn't fucking matter. Hmm. And he's still a Hanma, but them boys ain't ripping shirts like Jiro is. Oh no, you, you can't talk about daddy. Got to buy a daddy. shirt every week. Like <laughs> I wanted in dark red to rip from my muscles as I flex. Like, dude. <laughs> oh, you got the Kinshiro stores. We have to go. Do, what did you think about adding Trump in as president? He had to do the swearing in and the allegiance, the, the treaty deal with uh, Ujiro, and Ujiro's in the uh, speedo. That's in it? I got to see that yeah. now. <laughs> he that said he was, was in good. a speedo? That was good. I did read the translated version of that, and I think they captured the way Trump would be in that situation pretty yeah. accurately. He yeah. was kind of like, yeah, I'm not going to do that in America first, and then as soon as he sees the power of the Hanma, he just immediately salutes. Like every woman, he gets wet. Yeah. <laughs> as as he sees that shit. Right. <laughs> is, oh, is there man. any other um, any other anime or manga that you're reading or, or watching right now? Right now, um, I was getting a lot of horror manga. So I read, uh, he made Spiral. Mm-hmm. That, I read that series a while back. Uh, I started watching some stuff when I was in Japan. But uh, so far... I've been kind of like away from all that because I mean I was in Japan I was in it I was deep in it yeah <laughs> so, yeah you didn't have I just to... been kind of home chilling yeah. I haven't really watched any finished any real series besides like Bento I finished that that was good okay see I didn't watch that yeah I need and me being over here watching all the videos I'm like oh man I need to watch all these anime so I can talk to Jarvis about but I mean when you're over there in it you're just trying to experience and live wherever you are you know you want to take in all the experiences the culture and i mean that's one thing that martial arts kind of teach you you adhere to something that's bigger than yourself and don't you don't just try to you don't climb the mountain so everybody can look at you you climb the mountain so you can see the view from up top so i understand that completely yeah i mean yeah it's funny we we actually went up mount inari in kyoto which was a pretty cool experience it was nighttime by the time we got up there but my when i'm out there I know I was doing the live stream and stuff, but I wasn't really on my phone that much. I wasn't really talking to people because I think that it's important that when you go and experience things like that, go overseas, go to other countries. Sometimes I just got to put the phone down, 
and just take a look around. And it's cool to chat at my friends and send them pictures or whatever, but I pretty much went radio silent during the day when I was out there. Plus, I had to keep my travel buddy from walking into traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, watch out for that taxi. Oh, the bike rider. Oh, you just walked in front of a car. What are you doing? Get out of my way. Gotta get back home to the parents. Get out of my way. I'm on vacation. That's what you gotta say. You gotta just sometimes do... you gotta do that. Sometimes you gotta like technology like disconnect, especially the way social media is nowadays. You just have to just kinda of disconnect to fully enjoy yeah. your vacation or enjoy your time in I a remember, different culture. I remember those days. Oh, just real quick, the other thing with that is if you're in a foreign country, and I'm gonna tell you this right now, if you're in a foreign country and all you're doing is talking to people back home, you're not in that foreign country. Exactly. You're split yeah. between being back home and the country and you can't really experience it fully. Preach. And with that, let's take our last pause for the cause so drivers can get them draws. This is Richard Taplin, host of Black and Studios, The Black Box. Join Elijah Bailey and myself as we explore new topics on how to self-improve ourselves and also find out about everything that's going on behind the scenes at Black and Studios. Please be sure to follow us at Black and Studios on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also come to our website, blackandstudios.com, where you can find all the podcasts we record here. And to find this show, just type in Black and Studios, The Black Box on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean, you name it. Once again, thank you for your support, and remember, it's Black and And we're back yet again on this amazing chocolate adventure as we have Jarvis White. I'm more caramel. (sighs) (laughs) Motherfucker, when people look at you, they don't say, hmm, caramel. They say chocolate. If they want anything. They're going to say he's like maybe maybe chocolate and banana mix. After they watch Get Out, they're going to be like, oh, he's one of those guys. Yeah, probably. (laughs) But (laughs) we're back and it's time for the illustrious shun of a bitch. It's been a while. Week. It has been a while because I, I've been, I told you I was trying to get off of it. We did uh, the What Up With That segments. Mm-hmm. You know, Sony already knows how I feel about them giving me limited storage for my console and me having to delete shit. And, mm-hmm. and so I think it's time to come back with uh, Captain Lance from Arrow. Shut up, a bitch. Uh, my son of a bitch of the, uh, I guess of the month. I would okay, like we'll that. do the month. month um, of, you want to do a son of a bitch of the month for February? Or no, for? I'm, just, I'm doing that because we haven't done it in a while. Okay. So okay. even if you got some bitch of the week, I think that will still suffice just fine. Okay. Um, my summer bitch of the um, of the time off, okay. I would have to probably say, uh, God, I honestly don't want to do myself now, dude. The way you brought that up. Man, you sound like I hope bitch. you never want to do yourself. That's why you're married. Hey, sometimes sometimes you have to do yourself. Sometimes dude. you got to do what you <laughs> got to do. It's called practice. Oh, practice. Okay. <laughs> but, you're going uh, in the hyperbolic time chamber? Man. Man, come out strong. <laughs> um, I guess my son of bitch of the week will actually probably be, uh, you know what? I'm going to use Sam's. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Because uh, Sam's is a, uh, I think it's a, it's international now, isn't it? Just like Walmart, right? It, it doesn't matter. Okay, everybody knows Sam's Club. It's Walmart's bougie place. And basically, yeah. and uh, I, I buy my tires from there, right? And I brought a tire there about oh a little bit under a year ago, so it's still in warranty, right? Go up there, I, I start noticing that it's getting really low. Go up to the Sam's over there by where I stay at on yeah. the north side, 
And, you know, a, a guy from the Caucasian mm-hmm. <laughs> came to me and he was like, hey, man, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with your tire. We just put some air in it, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, well, you know, whatever. You know, I'm in a rush. About a couple weeks passed by. I get to Sprint where I work at and tire's flat again. So I go take it to the Sam's Club over here by my job. Brother man helped me out. He rolls out the tire to the front <laughs> of the lobby. It was like, man, look, you got a crack rim. That's mm. the reason why your tire is getting low. He's like, if you got another rim, man, just bring it up here and I'll, I'll swap it out. No problem. But who has another rim? I actually got like five of those. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. yeah, look at that. <laughs> I did not know you were that prepared. Damn. Oh, yes. Yes, are believe it or not. Are you selling them at the barbershop on Wednesday? <laughs> no, I'm not, sir. Oh, but okay. uh, no, I, I have like uh, two, uh, you know, the, the SUV I drive. I got, there's two of those. <laughs> yeah check check that out but anyway so no brother man hooked me up and everything like that but my son bitch was the, the sam's on the north side dude all this could have been avoided sam's club what if i had my son in the back seat and my my crack rim blew my tire and i get into a wreck yeah sam's yeah. you punk ass sons of bitches Thank this you. is from richard lee motherfucking taplin mm-hmm. jarvis who's your son of a bitch of the week i just thought of something and i wasn't gonna bring it up well, I'm going to bring it up right now as a okay. warning to all my fellow cosplayers out there. Okay. There is a cosplay person out there who goes under the moniker Cosplay Armory. They make dope armor. If you commission them, that stuff's going to fall apart. Damn. I commissioned Salver Armor from the guy. His name is Joshua. Joshua Brown, I think he's his real name. Oh, throwing the government out there. That's what I'm talking about, Jarvis. What I'm telling you right now, and I'm only saying this, I'm not going to be bitter or anything. I'm going to tell you that if you commission from this guy, my stuff fell apart. The armor he made me was shoddily put together. I had to super glue it and fix it myself. Wow. It's not even half. It's not even half done. He didn't make things to my specifications. He over. I paid him over a thousand dollars for this cosplay, mm. and I have about forty percent of it. Wow. I was supposed to get it in June of 2016. So I'm telling anybody that wants to deal with this dude. I'm putting them on blast. Yeah. Be wary. Mm. Hey, what was his name? The Facebook page is called Cosplay Armory. His name is Joshua Monroe. Uh, Joshua Monroe. I don't care if he hears it. I'm, I'm going to put this out right now. <laughs> so he don't give a shit if you. I don't care if you hear it. I don't care if you have something you need to say to me. There's nothing you can say to me. Mm. You can pay me back my money, or you can finish my cosplay, and you'll never have to deal with me again. Mm. And that's mm. all I got to say about that. Mm, drops the mic Not over there. Man. Hey, Cosplay Armory, you motherfucker. We're dropping bombs today on your bitch ass son of a bitch of the week. Now, if I find out where you live, I'm going to ship. What, what size shoe am I wearing today? 15? It don't matter. I'll have my 16s. So I'm going to shove them straight up your ass. It's a son of a bitch. Who's your son of a bitch? My son of a bitch is myself. No, I'm joking. I wouldn't cop out like that. <laughs> my son of a bitch. And as much as I love Black History Month in February, I'm tired of motherfuckers offering me watermelon and chicken. It's just disrespectful on the third day in the row. <laughs> Who does that? I, I've never been offered watermelon and chicken. I, I guess I just, I mean, I'm big. I work out a lot. I, I know they're trying to give me protein and, and essential nutrients. So wait, but, do they just come to you and say, hey, uh, kind, colored fella, you want some I wish. chicken and that watermelon? That would be a lot nicer. They said, hey. 
I know what you want. <laughs> you serious? I know it. No, I'm joking. I'm messing oh. with you. Ain't nobody offering me no goddamn chat. Say, God damn. I couldn't even be mad at that. It's chicken and watermelon, dude. Um, <laughs> I like the way that you jumped up, though. You were like up in arms, man. I like, mean, I was, I was about to I was about to throw down for you, man. I need, okay. though, you don't need my help whatsoever. No, no. I need <laughs> as much help as I can get. But uh, my son of a bitch of the week, and I forgot to bring my laptop up here, is Audacity. Now, I love using Audacity. Every time I try to edit a motherfucking show, it's about that 20 to 25 minute mark. And when it does it, I, I press that stop button. I hear, boom. I say, huh. Maybe I maybe I hit too many buttons at, at, at one time. So I hit the button again. It's like, boom. And it dings again. And all of a sudden, it keeps playing the podcast I'm editing. So it doesn't matter if it is an hour, hour and a half, 45 minutes. It will continue to play for the next five seconds, and then it's radio silence, and it will go through the complete show. So I have to wait for it to finish up through the show before I can go and reboot it, restart it, and then recover the project that I was working on. Hmm. So Audacity, I know that you have to run a business. I know that you have to provide for your families, for your kids, but I don't give a fuck about them. Make sure my shit works. How much you pay for that stuff? Exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, you know, I was on that free free 99, but I, I, you know, most things I get for free work pretty well. But yeah, Audacity is my shun of a bitch of the week. Jarvis, before we get out of here, let the people know, is there any other events or, you know, shows? Because you gave us the lowdown on the podcast. It's coming back soon. But are there any other conventions well, or events you're going to? Oh, yeah. We got a whole bunch of things coming up in the summer. I'm going to be at Anime Central up in Chicago. Then I'm going down to Akon down in Dallas. Then I've got MegaCon Orlando in Florida and Sydney Supernova in Sydney, Australia. When so is Akon? I'll be doing all of those. Akon is June? Uh, let me check. It's, it's in the first few weeks of June, I believe. I know it's right before Sydney Supernova. You got big plans so you go down to Dallas? Do I have any plans when I go down to Dallas? Yeah, you got any big plans? You just, just, go and just do the con and just head on out? I haven't really, I haven't really made any plans in that area. I was just down in Dallas, actually. Man, Dallas ain't too far from us, man. Yeah, I smell another podcast. I, I, I smell just niggas hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> June 8th. June 8th to the 11th. Y'all should come out. If you all want to crash in our room or whatever, one of the nights, you can go ahead and do that. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. on the couch or something. Be real. Elijah ain't doing it. Yeah, I, I'll be down a road down there. I'll, Elijah's kind of Elijah's kind of funny, dude. My deal, my deal is uh, he always tells you, "Yeah, I'm going to show up." But you, you, now, you, now I'm yeah. saying I want to, I want to, but with all the work and switching jobs and stuff, it's it's hectic right now. But I'm, I'm you know, I want to. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep it, keep it. I want to come because that's why I told you on the on Facebook, like, man, I I would love to go. I would love to go somewhere <laughs> with you. It's just the means. Can I? Can yeah. I can I really do it? But so you have those events lined up. We just went over, you know, what conventions and stuff you had. So drop your information. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media, which if you've been checking our descriptions, everybody in the description, there are hyperlinks to everything. So the podcast of the week, the cosplay of the week, the anime and manga of the month, it directs you to different sites where you can go and read, watch or view these people or, or listen to these podcasts along with information on the show and our guests. So make sure to check that out. But Jarvis, drop the details so everybody can find you. All right, yeah, my universal username for pretty much everything, Snapchat, Instagram, DeviantArt, all that is uh, Hodigia. That's W-H-O-D-I-G-I-Y-A. I use it for everything. So you can find me all over the place as Hodigia. You can check me out on the Facebooks, on the books as 
the legendary duo with my boy Ivan. Shout out to Ivan. Or the new challengers. So we do that. And for all our fitness people, we got a super group cosmic connection, but I ain't going to talk about that. Okay. You want to be on all that? Check us out. I'd appreciate it. And I'm also on Twitter under Hudigia. And uh, once again, support the USO. Like, service support so, like, for real, support the USO. Great organization. Do a lot of great things. Nice. Yes. And if you don't do anything that Jarvis just said, let me tell you, motherfuckers. I'm going to shove my foot straight up your ass. I'm, I'm a lot of foot shoving today. Mm, but gotta do. I want to get the message across. Richard, where can they find you? Blackened Studios on everything. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Blackened Studios. You can go to our website, blackenedstudios.com. Still, I'm still working on it, but uh, it's, it looks, it's getting better day by day. Yeah. Uh, you can send us an email at podcast at blackenedstudios.com. Com. There's going to be a picture out, but Richard, I want to let y'all in on a little secret. He took his glasses off today because with the braid... Have on contacts, sir. It doesn't the, work too well when you wear contacts and glasses. With the braid... <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> you asshole. He cut me off. Cut Boom. my knees out from underneath <laughs> me. I have glasses and braid. What the fuck are you trying to say, Richard? I'm just keeping it real. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can check out all of our exclusive Patreon content at www.patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show with the W. Now, if you want to get all the information, all the details, anything and everything that you want to know about the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Facebook to the official Elijah Bailey Show page or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show. That's S-H-O without the W. Send in your comments, any concerns that you have, like if Richard needs to wear his glasses and stop being a punk ass and talking about my glasses and braids. I, mean, I didn't say anything about your glasses and braids. But Why you implied. Are you, so you implied because no. you looked dead, dead in my fucking eyes. You looked in, There was no soul in your Dude, heart. Dude, when, when I walked into the studio this morning you're the first one like hey where's your glasses at boy and i'm like damn okay i see this is the type of day we're having i'm no, like I'm, what's up brother i just got I, my contacts i, I did in. say that i was a little <laughs> yeah frustrated yeah, you this frustrated morning, all day dude i, mean, I, I think your glasses was, look good oh thank you it was i the, even compliment your shirt like you 10 did times you know today. what no, you're I, a dick I, I, yeah i am a, and if you want to see some of my dick exploits <laughs> <laughs> go to patreon <laughs> but actually send your emails to elijah bailey show at gmail.com now if that's too fucking hard for you which i know it's it's inconvenient to have to look and cipher through all that bullshit email and spam you have go to itunes simply subscribe rate and leave your review right there and that can be your comments concerns or if i'm a dick just say elijah you're a dick and i'll appreciate that but please leave a five-star rating if you do that i can only take so much punishment to my ego this has been elijah bailey our special guest today has been mr jarvis white thank you for coming on the show thank you for having me and with me as always i have my my lovable friend that i've been mean to today i'm used to it dude but i appreciate it now it it sounds even worse (laughs) this has been the elijah bailey show and i will catch you guys in the next podcast all right folks it's elijah bailey back with everything that you want to know that you need to know at the end of the show and this week podcast of the week is one of black and studios very own roxy by design show a podcast where two women with a very personal relationship with jesus one has a deep revelation knowledge of who he is and the other a deep intimate relationship of who he is both women are willing to serve him and share their knowledge and relationship with the community you can find roxy by design on podbean or on itunes and as always at www.blackandstudios.com Cosplay of the week is the infamous at Zero Suit Sammy. That's 
Z-E-R-O-S-U-I-T-S-A-M-I. Zero Suit Sammy has so many amazing cosplay from Zero Suit Samus, Genderbender Ash Ketchum, the Titan from Attack on Titan, Spider-Gwen, Roxy from Goofy Movie, and even Ivy from Soul Calibur. So go to Instagram and follow at Zero Suit Sammy, or you can find her on Facebook under Sammy Bess. That's S-A-M-I space B-E-S-S. Anime of the month is Gangsta. What can two handymen do in a town full of mafia, hoodlums, prostitutes, and dirty cops? Well, you'll just have to watch and find out. And Manga of the month is Sword of the Dark Ones. To find out more about these anime and manga titles, just click the hyperlinks in the description for The Elijah Bailey Show. I'm Elijah Bailey, and thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next podcast.